Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerazi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. Today we are so inspired to have as a guest our dear friend Frauke Mass, who as a free spirit and world traveler, Frauke loves to discover, deep dive and play. And the richness of her experiences and achievements show how versatile and resourceful she is. She's a very warm, welcoming and firm person to be with and explore whatever life has in store. Welcome, Frauke. Hi, great to be here, thank you. Oh, we're so happy to have you here and we both love you so much. And we're really, yeah, we're just so pleased to have your presence with us, Frauke. Um, and we, we'd love to ask you, what's at the core of what you do? I love to yeah, discover what Megana said, just to discover, explore, I've traveled a lot in the world and that's both the outer and the inner world. So it's uh, um, um, wondering how life, life happens to me, to others. And also professionally, I really uh, hope I can contribute to people um, feeling again. So it's, it's a lot of uh, body work that I do. We are so much a head full person, so head on. And um, there's so much more. It's just a tiny, tiny bit of us. I mean, literally, it is small, the head, but there's even so much more wisdom in us. And I, I wish uh, for people to, to know that, to be aware of that, to feel it, and to become fully alive. Yeah. That's beautiful, you know, fully alive. And how do you actually live this full on, having this fully alive intention? Well... As with everything in life, it's not always there, right? So, so pretending that I'm always fully alive, it's uh, it's not true. But it's something that I it sits in the unconventional uh, ways I do things. So it's not not according to the rules or to the how things are supposed to do. So feeling the aliveness in uh, who I am and what is important to me. Um, it's in the colors. It's in music. It's in really enjoying being in the elements outdoors. And a move uh, brought me to um, Africa, for example. That really was like a decision made out of being aware of all the tall buildings here in the Netherlands, where, uh, well, in anywhere where people were in the offices working really hard doing what well, something. And I thought, well, what are we doing here? What if I switch off my lights here and I move to Africa? And can I can can I then contribute something more tangible, or uh, can it make more sense or add value if I go there and explore? So also the aliveness in yeah, what you can bring and um, how you can be with people. What struck us both big time when we were reading through your notes is how much courage you have, Frauke, to follow your path. Um, not everybody does that. <laughs> and we were both getting really curious, like what does it give you that courage? Wow. <laughs> 
what does give me that courage? Well, for sure, it's a deep, deep feeling and sense of curiosity. I just want to know things. I'm intrigued by how things happen. Um, I think from my younger days, let's say, I learned to stand on my, my own feet quite early, I think, and to carry myself, well, in, in the, the struggle or the journey of finding your position in life or your, yeah, your, your space or uh, who you are and how you, do, how you relate to others. I always had it, I think. So not following the, uh, the beaten track per se, and also okay with that being weird to some or and others find that really courageous to do what you feel right, right? Or what's right for you. And I think that deep curiosity can also be seen in your journey with sensuality, right? When reading your notes, it, it, it was like that curiosity has led to you to, to coming closer to your sensuality. And we're also curious into going a little bit deeper into that. Like, what, what does that mean to you now? No sensuality. It means the world. I think it's for me, it's life or being alive. In the old days or, you know, years ago, I didn't even think a lot about this. Other than that it was something maybe... Uh, promiscuous or something to do with sex or something but it's it's totally not right so it's for me it's really the deep sense of uh, yeah the sense sensing feeling that you are alive experiencing the highs and the lows I mean in, in multiple moments in my life it has been um, very present but in the beginning more uh, unconsciously at an unconscious level but then I think the last years it really grew on me like how True sensuality is the essence, really, of, of who we are and, and how we can feel and live our lives. So it's from being numb, maybe, in some areas, like I think we all are because of things that we have experienced and so on, that um, sensuality, so uh, being aware of your senses, but also all the sensations that are happening in, your, in you, as a, in your body, but also just in your life with your emotions, etc., get there place so it's it's growing that awareness and reclaiming basically the fullness of, of who you are um that is sensuality to me as well like the sensuality in moving and moving through life right and and how for example when you feel contracted that there's always when there is a contraction there's only one other next movement uh, next step possible that it will release again so that's consciousness of being able to feel like a breathing in breathing out uh, be with a difficult situation that at some point you do know that it will uh, really get relief and um, so sensuality really gives me also a foundation of being uh, really being rooted and and trusting that um I'm able, capable, and at the right place to, to live the life that I live. That comes through so strongly in your energy. There is this trust, this ease, this spaciousness, and this allowing of process. But I have to say, I really admire um, Frauke. And I know you're an expert in helping energy to unfold. And can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because that was really making me curious when I read it. 
I'm thinking of the angle because it's work that I did also in corporate life where I had a more yeah, former roles as HR director or talent manager, where what I did was also creating platforms or vehicles where people could be uh, learning um, to be themselves and to, to, to learn to learn, basically. So that's also about uh, becoming aware of the energy that you have and the energy you have towards others. Um, and, and it's even more present uh, as, in the uh, activities as Mrs. Barefoot, where what you see in the world, the, the dualism, the polarity is getting so hard, the hardening world and people having this discomfort with being discomfortable, right? So people are not able anymore to, to feel that and they start pointing at others. And that's all this energy going in a very negative way. And I feel called to to see if we can add some compassion there and playfulness and help people land in their bodies again and, and know that they can feel and that they are able to carry it all and own it, you know? So it's working with the body, getting uh, acquainted with the richness of information that is there. And also slowing down is a big part of that to avoid this uh, uncomfortable uh, situations, people, are either speeding up or they are numbing themselves, you know, or are pointing at the others. So by slowing down, it gives a gateway to, to feel what's there and, and, and what messages and wisdom is within. And through that, uh, yeah, what I see while working with the clients, it's like um, feedback I get, I get like, wow, it's really beyond words. I can't really say it, but I feel so much more conf confident or a coach that really feels much more capable to hold a space and to be with whatever emotions or sensations that are passing by, right? And to, to be able to hold that is also uh, caused by the fact that you are more aware of your energy and that you've unlocked your energy and that can just be there. And you mentioned Mrs. Barefoot, which we're very curious about. And, and it seems like that is what she does, right? But can you tell us a little bit more about her mission in the world? Her mission in the world, unwind and ye shall find. That's what uh, her motto is. So instead of look and ye shall find, it's like unwind, unwind, unwinding in full relaxation beyond what you ever thought possible and unwinding your heart from all the protection that you have uh, wrapped around it and you have needed eh, to come to where you are. To put it more concretely, it's helping people to really come home to, to their selves, to themselves, so to their whole being, not just the head, but the entire being, being the wisdom, the body, the mind, the head, the feminine, the masculine. So it's all there. It's all in you, right? And that's how Mrs. Barefoot helps you to land there, to be aware that you don't have a body, but that you are the body and that you have these experiences. And so I use a couple of techniques and embodiment practices. So like journeys or travels within your body is one of them. Uh, energetic work is another one. So massaging, breath work, things like that. And the third one is intuitive systemic work. And all three of them help you to feel again, to find your natural rhythm, to get crystal clear if it's not clear yet what your patterns are and what the old stories are that you're telling yourself whether they are yours, whether they are true, or whether they are from somebody else. Often, eh, 
in the family line or whatever. And that really frees up the space to, to focus on what's true for you. And that's what I do with people in trails. So arrival practices is landing into the body. I have a walking upstream trail where we really start going up like, what are these recurring challenges? Why are they happening to you over and over again? Instead of rescuing in the moment, walk upstream and see like, but what is it? What is it that, that, that makes you feel this way or makes it like challenging for you to deal with certain situations? You know, what has actually inspired me a lot in your journey, Frauke, is very much this journey of from being a corporate person, you know, finance person, MA, everything, and then to going to Mrs. Barefoot. There's, it's, it's quite a journey, right? And it feels like, you know, from head to body, to soul, to heart. So how has this journey been, you know, especially the head part? Oh, I love that question. Um, obviously, the head was, uh, yeah really present in corporate life, even though uh, I felt a strong intuition already of reading and hearing of things that were not said or how the, how the system worked. Uh, but the head was um, the boss, let's say, at the time. And um, yeah, through all the, um, the steps I made, I really had the courage to, to choose uh, differently and, and, and also through the embodiment practices and all the things that we talk about to really land into the body. In the beginning, I always wanted not to see so many things and not to be aware of everything. Like I saw so many things and, and, and all the alertness was there. And I thought, well, can I not just switch off my head, right? And then, and then realizing now, you know, you know, it's both there. I mean, your head is important, your physical body, your, your heart, your soul, it, it's all one in the end. And, and, and the head is also important to fully live your embodiment and your life and to be in service of that. But it has been an interesting challenge because, I mean, the concussion came up as well, which was a, a very long recovery of a very silly incident. And basically also, I think the moment like, okay, so head first has had her time, right? And it's now time to really integrate everything. Do my work or be here in life servicing and, and, and sharing that. So Frauke, what were the first steps that led you towards Miss Barefoot? Well, uh, next to what, what I just said about the, um, all the things that happened in my past and how it all came together in Miss Barefoot is uh, quite literally uh, last year in May that uh, I have, was having these bad nights um, linked to my concussion. And then at some point I thought, okay, just let, let's just get up. And get out there maybe it's nicer to walk around uh seeing the sun waking up too and uh, at the time of course it was beautifully quiet in amsterdam and by doing that i just did it once but eventually it became this whole series of walk and awaken at six and i literally felt that i rose again and that i came out of the cocoon i was in during the recovery and that i really stepped into the world again ready for you know for more and and just to go on and live on again uh, so it was an important step uh, first step, let's say, that led to Mrs. Barefoot. That really touches my heart because I really know from personal experience how much the energy of the morning is awakening. As I'm listening to you, Frauke, I am having such an urge to come on one of your trails. I was looking at Megena <laughs> and I'm making up that she's feeling exactly the same way. Um, exactly. Amazing. And, you know, we are even barefoot right now in your honour. 
<laughs> it seems so lovely that you've chosen this image to be at the core of your mission. Um, and there is something, isn't there, about being barefoot that really does connect you with your full embodied central self. Yes, and I'm thinking of what you are referring to. <laughs> no, just that. Honestly, it was really just that feeling like, oh, wow. Yes. Like I, I was having this feeling actually as you were talking too of, I don't know, even wanting to kind of stamp my feet when you were talking about the rhythm and the roots and like something primitive in ourselves that we get in touch with when we're barefoot. Like what, where did that come from for you, the barefoot image? Well, it's actually quite funny because I didn't really think about it a lot. It, it, it literally came to me when I woke up at night, I think it was in November and it, I felt like it's somebody who, who brings it. So it's like a, an alter ego or something, right? So it's Mrs. Barefoot is also me and it refers to the time that I lived in Africa. Had the two and a half years I spent there. Uh, but it's also, you know, a bit of non-conventional part of it. So it's, it won't be that I will be walking barefoot everywhere, but it's more like there's a little bit of playfulness in it and it's the connecting to your own rhythm and roots, you know, like um, cut the crap around it, but it's just like, back to uh yeah to to your essence and to your origin wow honestly frauke as i listen to you i just have this experience of a very natural process and actually again when mcginna and i were talking before the show um what we were kind of feeling into is how much becoming um you have allowed in your life you know there's so many parts to you <laughs> your breath work miss barefoot your corporate background the freedom, the courage, the intuitive systemic work. I mean, you know, the, and so much more. And what I admire most, I think, is that you allow yourself to go wherever you want to in service of your next evolution. Um, and I feel that's such an inspiration for people listening right now. Wow. Yeah, it's nice how you give words to that, because it's true that it has uh, been... I think it all comes together in Mrs. Barefoot as well. So the uh, everything that I've learned and created and manifested and achieved in my professional and personal life uh, is there. And, and it's and it's yeah, a lot of things happened. So you could think, hey, did did she really have a finance, financial, corporate career, and then HR, and now in this, and and then yes, I did. And that was in the beginning my head that that liked that just could do it, and that's why there was this high-tech finance career but it never fit me my, my heart was never in so as soon as I got and I think I think Africa was the change in the, the, the uh, an important factor there is that uh, I moved to HR and organization development and there was a, a red line anyhow so it was always about creating a vision on how to support people and organization to develop but also being able to give the hand and feet you know to um, to conceptualize it and make it like a concrete platform or an activity or at least pro programmatic approach to to help people in the beginning for example finance people and, and develop them from iq iqs to eq but also they yeah, are really arriving where i'm now i was thinking are there really big moments that determine this or is it also it's also you know everything together so it's there has been determining moments but it just added, you know, to a next level and then to another level and then to another level. So that's what I like also to say, like, it is uh, the openness to continuously develop or, or be with whatever life 
uh, throws at me or what comes to me following certain decisions, decisions, I think also in promises I made to myself. And, you know, if you speak your, the wishes of your heart, then, then, yeah, then sometimes you have to make some choices and then they don't even feel like tough choices because that's then just what you have to do. I love that part. You know, when you make the decisions with your heart, then it doesn't feel like tough choices. Yeah. And, and I would actually want to ask you probably even a little bit more in terms of how can our listeners and us, you know, connect to this barefoot sensuality even more? What would be your, your tips? Wow. Allow yourself to slow down for sure. And if you say, oh, I really need some time to relax, but I don't have time for that now, then your body is really indicating that it's important to listen and to slow down. You know, we are so used to progress and to do more and better and more productive, etc. But that's just a tiny little part of us in the end, you know, um, and allowing yourself to give yourself the gift to learn to feel safe with, with whatever there is will make your life so much rich, richer and fulfilling. Yeah, and that is creating awareness. It's like really sitting. And for me, things that help is, you know, the dance, the, the breath work. But also, if you notice that you numb yourself where you, you shy away from a situation, then there is something there for you, right? And the beauty is there too, even though it feels maybe really scary. And in the end, we are, we are all human. But I think sometimes we can be more humane, right? To one another. We are just people and no one is better than the other one and if you can have that in mind and allow yourself also just to show up with all the dirtiness or whatever uh, incompetences you think you have is making life richer and more playful and meaningful I think yes yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's back to that kind of whole range full-bodied full experience and not making anything right or wrong, isn't it, um, Frauke? And you just, yes. you embody that. And in your embodiment of that, there is just this freedom that is around you. You know, I've always felt so free in your presence just to be my quirky, <laughs> eccentric self. Um, so thank you so much for, for what you offer there. Thanks. I, I love that energy of slowing down and being you because that's, that is what, it's eminent from you right and it's felt in us being together there is this sense of oh yeah we're slowing down we're relaxing we're connecting so thank you for, for creating this space well you're welcome and it's together with you girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we have uh, so fond and warm memories of all the travels or trails that we walk together yeah so it's a bit of pause and a bit of perspective i think that that can bring some uh, fresh air and good stuff, yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, absolutely. But we're not done yet. We're not, because oh. we <laughs> there is a little surprise always as, as we have guests. And that is, Sam. It is the wildfire route. Oh, wow. Ooh, la, la. Tell me more, what's that? <laughs> so, it's really simple, Frauke. You just get two choices and you have to select one and that's it really. All right. You ready to play? Yes. <laughs> we'll ease you in gently, right, McGenna? 
Yes. Question one. Camper van or boat? Camper van. <laughs> That's Dolly. <laughs> I wish you could have seen Franco's face then, listeners. It was just priceless. Okay. <laughs> Question two. Barefoot or topless? <laughs> Barefoot. <laughs> you know you can be both, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, technically for sure. So anyhow. <laughs> Question number three. Freedom or courage? Well, both, obviously, but then I think <laughs> there's um, uh, freedom. Yeah. Has it both for me? <laughs> We'll let you off. It feels like you chose both there, but I kind of get it. So yeah. yeah. Fair <laughs> Question four. Full on or turned on? <laughs> Full on. And for our final question. Handcuffs or blindfold? Oh, blindfold, but that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you for playing along. We do love the wildfire round. And more than that, we have so loved having you on our podcast today. Um, just, yeah, being with you so easy. Um, you're so relaxed, embodied. A lot of people like work towards embodiment. And I feel with you, there's just a natural embodiment, you know, um, and it creates safety and uh, permission and it's just been so lovely to have you here. Thank you, Farke, for being you. Mm, thank you, too. Both. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. <laughs>